You're listening to Short Inspirations from Ralph. Roots of Righteousness, Part 1. One of the most profound scriptures in the Bible is Paul talking to the Romans, chapter 3, verse 10 to 12. And he says this, As it is written, There is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. What does Paul mean? I mean, there's lots of good going on in the world amongst the things that aren't so good. There is a dark side and there seems to be a bright side to life. What does he mean? This is not the only place where this statement has been made. David in Psalm 14 says the fool says in his heart there is no God they are corrupt their deeds are vile there is no one who does good so it seems as though this whole area of good and bad is not so much in the actions that people do in their lifetime but really whether they acknowledge God or not That's the key. The two trees we've been talking about are the key to this whole thing. There is a deeper level. Timothy Keller said this, Sin isn't only doing bad things, it's more fundamentally making good things into ultimate things. Sin is building your life and meaning on anything, even a very good thing, more than on God. Whatever we build our life on, will drive us and enslave us. Sin is primarily idolatry. And so sin starts at the decision to live independent of God and not even acknowledge God in a person's life. It's like the root of a tree. That's where sin starts. It's independence from God. Therefore the deeds and the evil and the corruption and the murders come from there. J.C. Ryle said we must aim to have a Christianity which, like the sap of a tree, runs through twig and leaf of our character and sanctifies all. We can't make ourselves good or righteous. Only God can do that. There were two sons of Adam and Eve, Cain the oldest son and Abel the younger. Abel was the shepherd and he looked after sheep. Cain was the farmer who tilled the land. In other words, he had crops. Perhaps as the younger brother of Cain, Abel may have looked up at his older brother, perhaps to a certain extent be living in his shadow. He would look up to him as someone who perhaps knew more than he did, was wiser, and perhaps would have wanted to be a bit like him. As I was growing up, I had two older brothers. I was the youngest of five children. And I guess I felt this way a wee bit, looking up to them and wanting to be like them almost. And I know that I would usually rather keep quiet than speak my mind, blindly following them around everywhere, if I could, if my parents let me do that. They always seem to be right about everything. And even as adults, it's quite easy to fall back into little brother mode. And so little brother Abel bought an offering to God, a sheep, a sacrifice. And older brother Cain 
brought along crops. And God accepted Abel's offering, but not Cain's. And Cain got really angry and killed his brother. And one of the amazing things about this story is that God questioned Cain and didn't seem to understand why Cain was angry. Because my thoughts are that everyone knew that a blood sacrifice was required to be offered to God. Adam and Eve, I think, would have known this. Abel knew this. Cain knew this. And yet he decided to do what was right in his own eyes. Here it is, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, popping up again. But astoundingly, God gives Cain a second chance when he asks him about his anger. He says, if you do what is right, in verse 7, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. There was an opportunity here for Cain to repent, if you like, or to turn from the way he was in and turn to God. Cain wanted to stay in control of his own life, make his own decisions independent from God. And that's where sin lies. Dorothy Sayers says this, Sin is a deep interior dislocation of the soul. It's a desire to keep control of your life. May you give the control of your life to God. God bless you.